if I am doing it from a selfish point of view and saying, I'm going to give him this now so that I can get something later, I need to evaluate why I'm feeling that way. Because that can lead to a whole bunch of other junk that is going to seep its way into every facet of our marriage, which is not good. Hey y'all, and welcome to the Marriage Talks Podcast, a real, authentic, and relatable podcast about how to thrive in your marriage. I'm Elizabeth Ann. And I'm Michael. Today we are going to examine the age-old saying, happy wife, happy life, and tell you why you might want to start saying, happy spouse, happy house instead. Let's get started. (laughs) Every time we were talking about this episode, I keep saying it, happy house, happy spouse. It's like, (laughs) no, it's happy spouse, happy house. The individual comes before the full entity. Yes. So happy wife, happy life. It's like, my goodness, I've heard it my entire life and I'm sure it well predates us. I would imagine it's a very old saying. Oh yeah, for sure. I've heard it a fair number of times. And I think it basically, my interpretation is that it's kind of like, as long as the wife is happy, everything else goes by the wayside. And we just wanted to kind of challenge that tonight uh, in our podcast. And um, just in the fact that, you know, a marriage is two people, not just the wife. And it's important to kind of make sure everybody's kind of getting what they need out of everything. Yes. So happy wife, happy life. Like you said, we've heard it so many times. In my experience, it's usually a man who's saying it. That is true. I will agree with that. Yeah. It's kind of like a, well, happy happy wife, happy life um, kind of a thing. Um, Kind of said sarcastically with like an edge to it. In my experience, I don't know if that's been your experience. I'd say that's pretty true, too. Yeah. So, like you said, we've heard it so many times. And one of the things that, you know, the saying, um, what is it? The truth is said in jest, right? Never heard that before. You've never heard that before? No. Hmm. Am I a dummy? (laughs) No, you're not. Living under a rock. No, you're not. You are not a dummy at all. It's like the saying, happy wife, happy life. Most of the time men are saying it in a joking manner, but what they really mean is like, I just got to keep my woman happy so that she doesn't nag on me. So the truth is said in a joke. That's right. The the anti-nag strategy. Yeah. It's very popular. The truth is said in jest. It's very, once once you know that saying, you see it a lot more in married couples, especially couples who've been together for a very long time. Um, so I feel like this is one of those sayings. The truth is said in jest. Um, it's kind of like trying to hide your real feelings, even though you really want to say them, but you don't want to be like super mean. So you kind of like cover it with a joke. And to me, this is one of those sayings, but I feel like a lot of couples take happy wife happy life as an absolute truth like just keep my wife happy and all will be okay as if keep putting a band-aid on top putting a band-aid on top and we'll be okay like life will not explode you know it's it doesn't really address a deeper issue like let's just keep the surface surface deep and 
while I think it's kind of takes the whole thought of pleasing your wife in a really short game manner. You know what I mean? It's like, just focus on the immediate need and we'll be okay. Yeah, just mow the lawn today because she's <laughs> needing me to. <laughs> yeah. So like, I, I think you would agree that we both really enjoy and love and look for ways to make each other happy. Try to, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's that's our goal for sure. Yes. Yes. We're humans, so of course yeah. we're gonna we're gonna we will fail. I yeah, I definitely try to find ways to I try to find ways to kinda of make your life easier, especially with our kids here. We got three kids. It's pretty crazy, pretty chaotic, so anything I can do to lighten your burden, I'm trying to actively look for. That is definitely a, a newer thing that I've been working on. Um and I don't think it's any secret that I'm not the best at that, but it's at least kind of the trajectory I'm on. Yeah. Um, so in mind of like, you know, we'll get to get to like how we serve each other and, and want to make each other happy. But as far as happy wife, happy life, it's just not really healthy. You're You're having to constantly... Do things for your spouse in the mindset of like, I'll just do whatever they say just so I'm like not in trouble. Um, It's a very short-sighted way to serve the other person. It's very shallow. It's very, um, it's just, it's not effective for building like a good foundation in your marriage and really investing in your marriage. It's just kind of like I said earlier, like putting the bandaid on the surface over like, you know, a pretty big issue that, you know, needs to be addressed or whatever so with that you'll eventually start to feel neglected like if we're just talking about happy wife happy life as the husband I would imagine that the husband over time is going to feel neglected and like nobody cares about him and alone and like I am constantly doing things for other people and there's no return and that that necessarily shouldn't be our goal of I need a return but in a marriage, it's a two-way street. It should never be a one-way street. So if if I feel like if the husband believes happy wife, happy life, that is a one-way street. And that will 100% not create a conducive environment for having a long-lasting, meaningful, stellar, God-centered marriage. Yeah, it's hard to have a servant's heart when you're just kind of doing it to get someone off your back. Yeah. Yeah. So if that is, if you do find you doing anything with that type of a mindset or or attitude, you really gotta check that at the door first of all. But you gotta you gotta do it, do it to to honor the other person. Do it to to make your wife's life easier or make your husband's life easier. Right. So if this was in terms of a friendship, eventually you you'd grow apart from each other because a friendship is a two way street. Like there has to be a give and take. Um, that, like I said, that's a one, one way street relationship. This is just damage control. There is no depth or significant relationship. You're just putting a bandaid over a gaping wound because it takes both of you to make the effort to meet, you know, figuratively in the middle. And that is in, in our opinion, um, behind happy wife, happy life. As far as a God-centered marriage, that just won't fly. 
you know, we've said this many times in many episodes, marriage is hard and it takes, you know, 110% from both the man and the woman every day as much as you possibly can. Um, And we will fail. You just, you know that there's grace for that. But it's so short-sighted of a viewpoint on marriage. It's like, just do enough to get me through this day so that nobody nags at me and then I'll just deal with tomorrow later. It's like, it doesn't give you the lens to, or the right heart set to give you the tools for creating a long-lasting marriage. It's very short-sighted. It completely neglects the husband. Completely. And it's, you know, we I think we could talk a long, a long time about all the different ways of that and why it's not good. But the the main point is happy wife, happy life completely neglects the husband and that's not okay in a marriage. Yeah, we're important, guys. <laughs> you are Don't forget important. about us. <laughs> you are important. You make up half of the marriage. It's important. And I think it goes back to a common theme that we've had on almost every episode, whether it be communication or intimacy, is there has to be some give and take on both sides. Um, if you are just constantly demanding something of another person eventually that's going to kind of break apart the relationship a little bit so happy spouse happy house yes this is kind of our our model again can't take credit for this because i'm sure that's been said for a long time too but it's a definitely a healthier model no. for running your household and your marriage actually i don't know if i told you this but a sweet friend um gave me he gave me this idea for a blog post for um for marriage he was like I really think you should talk about this. I was like, you know what? This is an excellent idea. Oh, yeah. It was the marriage is not 50-50. It's 100-100. No. Kind that's, of the same idea? It's, nope. it's a similar. Crickets. It is. <laughs> that's different. This is a similar idea. Can, but similar. But this, yeah, is really more, similar. this is more poignant. This is more specific. It's pronounced that. poignant. <laughs> within that, um, within that um, you know, idea. Okay. Um, so yes, happy spouse, happy house. That is the ticket. Truly. That is, it, this really should be the motto. I feel like we should be saying this a lot more instead of joking around, oh, happy wife, happy life. You guys heard it here first. We are going to start this. We're going to sweep the nation in 30 years. <laughs> nobody is going to be saying happy wife, happy life. They're going to be saying happy spouse, happy house with joy in their hearts <laughs> and marriages are going to thrive everywhere. You heard it here first. Yes, 2019, baby. You Starting a revolution. So, you know, the whole point is instead of placing the wife as the only one whose happiness that matters in the relationship is that both people matter. You know, a marriage is comprised of two people, two, not a woman and that's it. A man and a woman. Both. Both people matter in the marriage. Both the man and the woman's happiness matter. And that is really the point behind happy spouse, happy house. And I was trying to think of some really concrete ways that we employ this kind of a mindset for our marriage. And this might seem kind of weak, but it was the first thing that came to mind. And by golly, I'm going to go with it. So... (laughs) If you haven't figured it out from our Fave 5 episode and probably a couple other times when this has come up, we watch a lot of movies. Yes. 
We always have ever since we met. We're both into movies and together we're really into movies. So when it comes to going out to the movie theater, I found for a long time, actually, I didn't find it. I was kindly told You're this. shown. <laughs> that um, it's like, man, every time we go out, it's like every time we go to a movie, it's like Captain America or Avengers or something Thor. with Bruce Willis. And we went to like five Marvel movies or whatever in a row. And something came on like a trailer. And I was like, babe, we're going to go see this next month when it comes out. And Elizabeth was like, you know, we've seen like five of your movies in a row. And I would really like to see a movie that's kind of more my style. So I was kind of on the radar for that going on going forward. But it's like you can't just go. She, I can't make her see my movies constantly. It eventually is like you need to see one of your own movies as well. Right. And I will say, let, let's just let's just be clear. I love all the all of the Marvel movies. Like we've watched every single one together. I thoroughly enjoy it. I love them. I look forward to them. I anticipate them. All that stuff. But when the type of movie that I truly love more than that is a good rom-com, as cheesy as the storyline might be, or predictable, or maybe it's got some bad acting in it, the point is not that I won and I got to see my movie in the theater. It's that I know that Michael really doesn't like to pay for those movies in the theater, but that he values my happiness over saving 20 bucks and just saying, you know what? This night is about you. Let's go see me before you in the movie theater, even though that is completely a movie that really can be rented at home or wait until it comes out on Netflix, you know, for free. Um, it's, it's just, it's not about like who wins and who loses. It's like he graciously and truly wants to serve me in that moment and say this your happiness is more important than seeing, you know, an action movie that really you do get a better experience in the theater. Like, let's be real. Seeing me before you in the theater versus seeing a Marvel movie in the theater, you get a better experience for seeing a Marvel movie in the theater versus me before you. But he, and we both know that, but he puts down his desire to experience that action movie and say okay tonight is about you and we are going to go see a movie that i know that you would enjoy funny that's the exact movie i had in mind when i was talking (laughs) about it because i think that's the movie where this conversation happened i think that's why we both probably around that time two three years ago but that is a good example of how to have the conversation with your spouse of you know, we, we really are doing these things for you every time, what, whatever the venue might be, movies or concerts or dinner out or, um, you know, whatever it is that you and your spouse like to do as a couple. Um, that is a great way to have a gracious, loving conversation about, hey, can we meet in the middle sometimes? You know, I do enjoy these action movies for us specifically movies i do enjoy these action movies but it would be nice every once in a while to go see a movie that's really geared towards me um because those things do make me happy and i think that we can kind of meet in the middle a little bit um and know that (laughs) if you want like for me i wanted to go see more rom-coms 
if I would have approached Michael like, you need to go take me to see a movie that I like. Guaranteed, it's just not going to happen. And then you'd follow it up with saying, don't you remember? Happy wife, happy life. Yeah, not good. <laughs> it is just to not your, good. To your credit, I don't think you've ever said that. No. Because I think that saying is ridiculous. Yeah. Hence this entire episode. Yeah. <laughs> One thing you will learn about me is I have some strong opinions and I don't apologize oh, for oh. them. <laughs> so I think Amen. that happy wife, happy life is the most ridiculous saying when it comes to marriage period yeah uh, if you haven't figured that out by now <laughs> this is episode 12 like i think that's come across i don't know either. i try not to scare people with my opinions because they are quite strong but <laughs> but sometimes i just get convicted by the holy spirit takes over <laughs> but truly don't flash the card of like you just need to do what i do because from the man or the woman's perspective you're just not going to get what you want plus nobody likes to be talked to that way if you approach each other in kindness and love and just say, hey, I've noticed this. Do you think maybe we can come to a compromise? The other person is going to be happy to hear you out. You know, you have come to them with kindness. And if you're coming to them in kindness and truly asking them from your heart, you know, if they love you, they're going to listen to you. But if I approach, if I ever approach Michael in a like, you just need to do what I say kind of like attitude. He will get defensive and he will shut down and he'll be like, change your attitude. <laughs> I'll yeah. talk to you when you cool down. <laughs> yeah, nobody wants to, to do something like that for someone like that. Yeah. Like if you ever have a boss who treats you like dirt, you're not going to go out of your way to do something great for a, a boss that treats you like dirt. So just mutual respect. The big thing that I, the big word that comes to my mind is compromise. It's just you, you can't get your way all the time and you don't want to always swing one way or the other, but somewhere in the middle at all times is going to generally be the right mix of things. Yes. So compromise is huge. Um, and for us, movies, you know, action versus rom-com or um, going out versus staying in. I am such a homebody, truly, truly a homebody. I could stay at the house for weeks at a time <laughs> and just be totally content where Michael's like, I need to get out of this house. <laughs> or even something as simple as last night we found ourselves at Chick-fil-A and I'm ready to go in to the uh, dining yes. area and you wanted to eat it in the car. It's like the car's not home, but it's kind of an extension of home. Yes. It's like, are you kidding me? It's a comfort place. I have to dip my sandwich <laughs> right over my lap. This is definitely going to end in disaster. That and is. I did not spill any, but that's not my idea. And you know what? You were so gracious. You never said a thing about it. Yeah. You didn't. The other part of that story is that we ate Chick-fil-A because you spent the entire afternoon in the ER yes. with abdominal pain. So, yeah, I think <laughs> uh, I think it was your turn to have your way. Yes. I Yes. Like, if, if I go out to eat somewhere, like Chick-fil-A, a fast food restaurant, I am so much happier just bringing it back to the car and sitting where I want and sitting the way that I want and eating my food versus sitting in a Chick-fil-A or say McDonald's or something like I would so much rather sit in my car. <laughs> but we don't have a play place here. I don't care about play places. We don't have a ball pit or anything. Ball pits have feces and germs. <laughs> no, thank you. Urine, poop and germs. No way. 
No. Side note, my little brother, when we lived in Phoenix, <laughs> he was like probably four years old, maybe less. I don't know. But there was a kid with a dirty diaper that went all down the <laughs> slide and my brother went be- behind him. <laughs> it's like the worst case scenario. Like all those things are really filthy because there's kids in them. But this one literally had a giant skin mark <laughs> down the entire slide. Yeah, if you didn't pick that up, his brother slid in poop. Okay. <laughs> Reason number one I, why my kids have never played in a play place, and they think, will not. I don't think I've ever played in a play place after that night, and I was under 10 years old. No, it's not going to happen. I don't, care where, I don't care where it is. No. We went from compromise <laughs> to poop slides. This is great. <laughs> let's, get, let's get back on let's, track. Let's backpedal a little bit. <laughs> so, um, yes, going out or staying in, I mean, every... Almost everything in our marriage, once you get used to kind of evaluating your options, you're going to make a compromise. And, you know, it could be as simple as like, I am not a big meat eater. Michael loves meat. He really enjoys meat. And I'm I'm a man. (laughs) I just, I don't crave it. I don't feel like I need it. Um, it's just not something that I'm like, I wake up and be like, I need to have some meat today. Uh, but I buy chicken and turkey and things like that because I know that it's something that he likes. So it just, it, all those little decisions, very rarely are you and your spouse going to agree 100% on everything all the time. So everything involves on some level a compromise. And that's just, it's important to see that and to work through it and to learn to navigate it with grace for each other Um, because we are selfish human beings. So at some point we're going to be like, well, I just want my way. And Michael's going to be like, well, I just want my way. And that's not to say that I need to give him something so that a day from now I can get my way. It's like, I truly love him and he is my person. And he is the one that I feel like God has ordained for me so I want to serve him and I want to make him happy and he I know that he feels the same way about me it's it you know it it comes with compromise and doing it from the right place from your heart yeah when both of you are serving the other you have the other person's happiness in your mind so it goes back to just having a servant's heart if that's truly what you're seeking out if you're trying to do things from a genuine place for the other person and for their benefit and for their happiness, it can't go wrong. It's like my job is to sacrifice my own needs for you. And if you're doing the same thing for me, it's just always going to mesh really well. Yeah. And I would venture to say going a step further for, for serving each other and, and being in the right place as far as emotionally, mentally, and like in our, in our heart, like doing it from a, a right place internally from our heart if if let's say if i if i try and make you happy so that i can get something in return a day or two later i need to evaluate why i feel that way because that's not the right motive i should want to serve you because i love you and because your happiness matters to me and we are connected in every sense of the way like every sense of being connected that is what we are But if I'm doing it from a selfish point of view and saying, I'm going to give him this now so that I can get something later, 
I need to evaluate why I'm feeling that way because that can lead to a whole bunch of other junk that is going to seep its way into every facet of our marriage, which is not good. So I would venture to say if that's something that, you know, you as the listener, if that is something that you've caught yourself thinking or that has been a passing thought or something, really take that captive and think about why do I feel this way about compromise with my spouse or serving my spouse? Because I, I really truly believe that that can lead to some really big issues. And I don't want to be manipulative with Michael and I don't want to um, play a game with him. Like to me, that's just silly. And there's just no point in that. Like I we are in a place in our marriage where I can come to him and say, I'm feeling, you know, X, Y, and Z. And it either concerns me or it saddens me or whatever it might be. There is a safe place and a level of honesty that we have with each other where I can tell him what's going on with me. And so if, if I have ever felt, um, you know, selfish intentions or something that's not biblical towards Michael, I really try to evaluate that and get deeper into that and figure out why am I feeling this way? And I want to challenge you to, to kind of look deeper into that too, if that's something that you struggle with. If there's like a little emotional chess game that you're playing with your spouse, um, that really can rear its ugly head later on so it got real serious there for a minute <laughs> and a serious episode yeah well i mean i think it is but seriously fun guys <laughs> <laughs> but it is it is important so our challenge to you guys would be in the next seven days we want you to just think about and shoot write it down if you want to but just find three ways to serve your spouse maybe you feel like the pendulum has swung one way a little too far recently in your favor or whatever um, and you want to give back to your spouse in a certain way take them to a movie or make something that you wouldn't normally make because you don't like it but just just put them first and see what happens in the next seven days find three ways to serve your spouse it's really easy <laughs> it's not that hard you could technically do three in the next hour <laughs> and it hopefully wouldn't be like pulling teeth to no. uh, serve the one you love most. But you know, the more, the more I do it for you, the more I take pride in the fact that I've been able to make you happy. And that's a good feeling. It's kind of like when they say it's better to give gifts than to receive. It's kind of, it's kind of like that. You're constantly giving to your spouse and you're like, inadvertently makes me feel good too. It's a good thing. Absolutely. Well, we appreciate you guys listening to us today. Yes. You can follow us on Instagram and at Facebook at love.doing.life. We just love that punctuation. In there. And uh, It was the username that was available. <laughs> right. Love.doing.life. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, ABZ. No, that's not it. That's not it. <laughs> No, don't don't it search for that. Love. I, I can't account for whoever that is. Not dot as in D-O-T, but like a period. I don't think anyone thought that. Well, I'm just making <laughs> sure. Let's just clarify. Let me clarify this. And obviously hit the subscribe button to um, 
listen to us every time we upload a new episode. Yes. And uh, give us a positive review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, really anywhere where you have podcast access. Um, that's our best way to get the word out. And we just love hearing from new people and just getting some new ears on our stuff. So Share it with your friends. Yeah. Don't be stingy. Share it. Share it. Share it. Yep. And feel free to, we really want to hear from you guys too on episode ideas in the future yes. or topics that come up in your marriage. And we just want to make this real and applicable for everybody listening. So we really appreciate y'all. Bye. Send us your questions. Bye. Bye. <laughs>